Hey, welcome everyone to the Songs of My Emotions podcast. This is your host, Relinda, and you are now about to listen to a new segment called God Plus Topic. Me and my co-host Aquila Hicks and other featured guests will discuss real life human issues with a godly perspective. So get comfy, grab your favorite mug, and let the healing continue. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Look, I'm about to jump right on in here. Look, I told y'all this was going to be chill and informal. So we're going to pop Aquila in here right hey. now. <laughs> hey, everybody. So, hey, everyone. Can you see the comments, Aquila? On your I, can't. I can't. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, so welcome, you guys. I'm going to just do this little intro so we can get right into the subject, you guys. This is still the Psalms of My Emotions podcast, but I decided, actually, God decided to add another segment to it. Um, it's called God Plus Topic. So it's addressing a um, human topic with a godly perspective. And I, God gave me this because sometimes people think, you know, outside of church that you can't incorporate God into your situation mm -hmm. and you can talk freely. It doesn't have to be, you know, just so technical, you know, there is a way where you can grow and feed each other, you know, as me and Aquila, we're friends, right? Absolutely. Feed each other. And it doesn't have to sound so, be so technical, be so um strict where we feel like we can't never get anything right you know so these right. conversations are needed they are um healthy and this is something that everyone should be doing so we're just kind of being an example to that so i'm not going to prolong it any longer and you guys know what the first hashtag is let the healing begin this is let the healing continue so i'm so excited i'm gonna let aquila this isn't the first time you've seen her Right. I don't know if you guys remember when I had the, the uh, conversation that we had with moms. Right. And yeah. creativity and mommyhood. If you didn't go back and listen to the podcast, it was really good. It was it was really impactful. So I'm just going to go ahead and introduce Aquila Hicks. Hey, everybody. I am Aquila. Um, I guess just a little bit about myself. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a, a serial entrepreneur. And um, I love, absolutely love God and his word. I love reading, but most importantly, I really like talking about wisdom. Um, I really love talking about God. And I really like to talk to Relinda about both. So, <laughs> and other women as well. Um, we all have challenges and it's amazing when we can learn from one another and speak yes. of our testimonies and grow from that. Amen. And, and what I like about Aquila, like I said, you guys, we talk, right? We talk, we talk deeply um about subjects you know she's helped she helps me and i like it because she's a safe place right yes. we all need like this safe place to be ourselves you know really kind of no judgment just guidance 
And that's what I love about Aquila. And she's, listen, she rocking it, y'all. She's a mom, <laughs> entrepreneur. Oh, she works full time and she doesn't hide the, and that's what I love about it. She doesn't hide the struggles Absolutely. of, you know, it, you know, she doesn't hide. It's, it's hard, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I learned so much from her just by, you know, what she shares and me witnessing it myself. So I just thank God that she said yes to this. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> the spice, the nerves and all. <laughs> so I'm just so happy um, about this. And so you guys, I don't know. This is, we're going to talk about this first. Look, we got mugs because this is this kind of situation. We got mugs. We're going to be sipping off of it. I got sweet tea. So that's why I got in my cup. But, you know, um, this is how we're going to start each episode. So just a little episode, you know, just a little thing to whatever, break up the ice, I guess. Um, my mug, it has PW, which is poetic worship. Um, this is the other thing I do. You know, I do poems, even though I haven't said and recited anything on here yet. <laughs> but another thing with this is that Aquila pushed me. To, to get it done I had my first poetry set in her restaurant her and her husband's restaurant and I thank God she pushed me hey we doing this we gonna do yes. it I had it and it was just an experience so every time I look at this mug it just um expresses of an extension of myself so that's the story with my mug right <laughs> so I'll be featuring another mug if you guys even want to give me a mug or anything listen you'll see it on here. Quilla, you have a story with your mug. I do. I do. So I used to host, um, I mean, Linda used to come too. I used to host uh, Bible studies uh, in my home. It was every Monday and it was just a small women's group and we would empower one another and have a word and it would go around from each person. And a dear friend of mine named Rashia, she had given me this gift um, of this mug uh, one night at one of our Bible studies. And it says, believe in yourself and uh, go for it. Um, so I, I love this cup. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So look, y'all, we have a story because I don't know. I have stories with my mugs. So that's why I want to incorporate that with. Um, so you guys, if you guys have not done so yet, you know, I don't really ask y'all, but hey, this needs to be shared because this is a conversation that anyone that's dealing with fear, anyone that's dealing with anxiety, should want to tune in and listen into this real conversation because nobody talks like this. And what was confirming, and I was so excited about it, is my pastor preached, you know, about anxiety the other day. So I'm like, this must be on the heart of God, you know, and it's definitely heavy on a lot of people. So um, we're going to get into it. So fear, God plus fear. <sighs> what does God has have to say about us being so fearful, Quilla? Yes. <laughs> what does what does God have to say about all this fear? Because I know we go through it, and yeah, you know do. I'm fearful. You know, and I'll get into that later. You know, because I'm not ashamed of putting you know my vulnerability and everything out there. So, um, you know, so let's talk about it. Fear. What does that mean to you, Quilla? Well, I believe that there's there's two types. It's it's the woman who just has generalized fear just every day, kind of wakes up anxious. And throughout the entire day, she's anxious, just anxious thoughts, just nervous, and kind of goes to bed. And the only relief she gets from her anxiety is sleep. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's others, such as all of us go through this, where we have instances in life that makes us afraid, that not necessarily makes us, us, us afraid, but it challenges us, such as maybe going to the doctor, waiting for a report, or um, being in a situation, maybe getting pulled over. Those are other different types of anxiety. And, all, and although it all boils into us trusting God and just kind of letting go and believing, that woman who is battling that day-to-day constant anxiety, I really believe my, my heart definitely goes out to that type of woman um, because I understand exactly what it's like. And any woman who has a lived in anxiety or a period of their life where they were just full of anxiousness, um, my heart, heart definitely goes out to them because when I battled postpartum some years ago, 10, 12 years ago, It didn't seem like postpartum depression to me. It was postpartum anxiety. Mm -hmm. What has fear look like for you? Fear to me is a hindrance. It's a, a, that thing that nobody else can see, but you. That's right. And it makes you feel just so weird about it, you know, And, and, and it is kind of embarrassing because no one can see it. Like no one can understand why are you so scared, but you can see, you know, how, why you're so scared. That's right? interesting. <laughs> embarrassing. Why, why I mean, do you feel embarrassed? Well, I think it's because you may see everyone pushing through what you okay. want to push through. And it's like, well, why can't I do that? You know, well, you know, why can't I, you know, we've had discussions. And really just to kind of ease into it, because like I said, this is a relaxed conversation. Um, Me, I don't like driving on the highway. I am fearful of driving on the highway. And I see people just getting on, going about their way. And I'm just like, why can't I do that? Look, I can get on this live. I can talk to maybe thousands of people that may be listening and watching. But yet I can't get in this car, get on this road and go where I got to go. Right. Right. And so for a long time, I was was trying to figure it out on my own, you know, because it's just like, girl, who don't know how to drive <laughs> where you got to go? And I just was like trying to figure it out. But coming to the conclusion where I need to find out the root of the problem, okay. you know, why and why is this coming up? It has to be something else manifesting as this, you know. So I'm just like, it it it, it has to be. But that's what it looks like to me in this season, and I believe it's because of control. Okay. Look, you was waiting on me to say it. <laughs> I was waiting on you to say it. She was waiting on me to say it, and I'm trying to pull up what I screenshotted. Um. Heather Lindsay, I found it. Uh Um, She's a a pastor and she said, trying to control everyone and everything in your life is birthed from the spirit of fear. Uh Accurate, right? So everything, I'm going to read it again. Trying to control everyone and everything in your life is birthed from the spirit of fear. And with me and what uh, God is doing, I'm okay. Like literally I'm okay being in my little shell, you know, uh, the things that things that are coming is things that I, I didn't ask God for. Okay. Right. So my thing was, I just want to have the simple life 
family. Let me write a book when I feel like it and let that be it. <laughs> and it doesn't look that way. So I feel like the fear comes from me not being able to control my destiny. Okay. I can't control where God is taking me. And this is God, right? Right. <laughs> I can't control where he's taking me. And it's a good place. But I'm just so complacent in where I want to stay. <laughs> I want to back up just a little oh, bit. Go ahead. And you, when you were saying, <laughs> you were saying, I just can't get in the car and drive. Mm -hmm. Is it because you can't or is it because you choose not to? Some words. See, fear is a choice. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. like fear and faith is both a belief, right? Yep. So either you choose to be fearful and kind of let this fear overtake you, mm -hmm. or you just kind of do it afraid. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you kind of watch the faith or you, you watch it begin to get easier and easier. So do you really ultimately feel like you can't? Or have you come to a realization that it's a choice? It's definitely a choice. Okay. It's definitely a choice. Like, you know, and, and to know that I feel like I have the power to make that choice and to know that I can, I can't, I, I, I'm just not going to go. So and I guess it comes with a, a bit of being stubborn too. But it's it fear. It's just, it overtakes you. It does. And it feels, and it appears like this bigger monster than really what it is. But it really is. It's this monster that we create, yes. right? And it's like, how can you defeat this monster <laughs> that you created? So Aquila, what are times that you, you know, what, what is the monster? What's the monster? What's the monster? Well, I've, I've kind of grown, I've really grown in my journey with fear. And I used to study it and, and like study anxiety because I wanted so much to overcome it. And I must say just through the, through learning about it and just understanding that it's just a feeling and that it's also a choice. And then the fact of what Joyce Meyer says, you just do it afraid, do it afraid. I've grown, but I do get my moments being in business. Um, I get those moments and, and really do you know it? I've had those moments where I'm nervous or I'm, I'm anxious about an outcome but ultimately, I, I think about, well, first, I definitely talk to someone. I, I talk to you or, or talk to a friend or another business owner who has had a similar situation mm -hmm. and how they've come out on top or whatever it may be. But I've had those moments and I'm tempted with those moments. It's being a mom, too, and a wife and being worrisome. Mm -hmm. But I definitely try not to let my day or any given situation consume me in it because I know what it's like. Yeah, I, I I know what it's like. Right. I'm just like, and then you know, look, because you know, I looked at the at the definition to get a you know closer look. You know, fear by its definition That's is an cool. unpleasant emotion mm -hmm. caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So you know, me just reading it, it's like it's first of all, it's an emotion. It's caused by the belief. It's a belief system yeah. <laughs> that someone or something mm -hmm. is dangerous. So it's like if we believe it, then it, it will be so. That's right. You know, and so if you believe something to be like I said, me driving on the highway, if I believe it to be dangerous, it will be so. It will be dangerous. <laughs> it will it be dangerous. dangerous. Look, I'm, I'm, 
look, me talking, I'm helping myself out. Look, right. listen, we come on here not having all the answers. Absolutely. So just letting you guys and letting that little spiel out, not knowing the answers. It's just to, to discuss some things, because sometimes I feel like we're just not it's, we're not real with each other. We're That's not real true. with our issues. And we just want to be, you know, no, we all got issues. Yes, we do. <laughs> so we're going to solve them. But yeah, fear is definitely a major um, one. And, you know, just ironically, a, one of the scriptures that I basically put my rock of whatever I'm doing on is Psalm 27. Um, mm -hmm. The Lord is my lightness and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And I have to recite that and remind myself that, you know, I can't control what is, you know, up to God to handle. That's right. <laughs> and to know who he is, is to know what I can't handle. And I have to remind myself of that. Like, look, I'm going to hand this over to you. I can't, I can't, God, I can't handle this. It's too heavy. And, you know, not just with driving on a highway. At one point in time, I had a fear of being by myself. You know, that's how my, got into marriage, rushing, because I didn't want to deal with myself. Fearful mm -hmm. of dealing with myself looking for someone to heal me, you know, and I rushed through marriage. All the red flags were there. Some of you guys know my story already. Um, rushed through it and got divorced and was, I ended up in that same space that I left and I had to deal with it. And it was scary. I had to deal with the rejection. I had to deal with, you know, just the, the bitterness um, I had to deal with all of that stuff. So with that being said, we can be even fearful of just dealing with the pain yeah. of things. You know, we're fearful. Like what is, we really think about it. What is the worst that can happen when you can confront your pain? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Like what is the worst thing that can happen? The worst. Sometimes <laughs> you got to chase it down mm -hmm. and figure out what's the absolute worst and, and chase the thought all the way down and you realize that the worst that could possibly happen really isn't that's it the worst right so it's just that this is what's holding i believe a lot of people away from purpose so do you ever feel like and we've talked about this mm -hmm. <laughs> what's kept you you know it has fear been a factor that's kept you away from pursuing what you know have god has told you to pursue I think this has fear. I am really good. I'm actually really good and really bad at perfecting something. And perfection is also fear. So I like to make sure everything is right. I mean, I like to make sure everything is good and lined up and in order before executing something. Mm -hmm. Well, um, many perfectionists, and I like to call myself a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> Many uh, people who struggle with perfectionism also procrastinate 
because they're trying to make something perfect. Mm -hmm. So things that I know that God has called me to do, oftentimes I'm trying to be obedient or am being obedient, but I'm like, Lord, let me, let me finish this first. Let me make it right first. Let me make sure it looks the way it's supposed to look. Maybe let me make sure the website is perfect. Let me make sure the logo is perfect. But to be honest, none of that even matters, especially not at the beginning. Um, But yeah, that's, that's, um, that's definitely um, held me back. Just wanting to make sure that everything is, is, is perfect. Um, But there's no such thing as perfection. That's and it. God isn't looking for perfection. He's looking for progress. That's Thank it. you. He's looking for progress. And obedience. <laughs> <laughs> and obedience. Like, that's that thing. He don't care. You know, that's like, mean. that obedience is. And then I think it's just like you. I think when we were talking, it's just that being present. Yeah. You know, sometimes thinking too far in the future will will get you scared. Absolutely. And fearful. And and that anxiety, you know, right. comes up because you're just so concentrated on the future already that you're not handling the present. And, you know, God does say, you know, like, think about today, like tomorrow has its own troubles. That's right. <laughs> and it's not even promised. Right. And it's not. That's come on. That's it. <laughs> we worry about it's it. not promised. So it will be best just to be present. Mm-hmm. you know you never know and it's like yes he does give us like yeah i have this for you this for you but he does he does want you to cherish you know where you're at absolutely you know like you said the progression i like when you said that about the progression he wants us always to progress and grow because we're the seeds that he plants right. and we we're supposed to grow right we're supposed to jump up and be a look as soon as we get planted in the ground whoop there go watermelon there you go <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we expect sometimes you know mm-hmm. that's what we expect i know i've, I've expected that um you know foolishly in business mm-hmm. you know you you put some work in some hard work and some sweat and you expect this empire to come in a week mm-hmm. it doesn't happen <laughs> Right. It takes time. It takes time. And it, it, in the journey is where you learn. So in the progression is where you begin to gain all this win- wisdom, all this insight, all this growth. And um, so, yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's it. And then it's just like the, the fear of the processing. You oh. know, um, I think and I always tell people when it, it's all said and done, you're not going to be the same person. When you hear what you're supposed to do, you're not going to be the same person when it's done. It's like something's going to change. And we get scared of it because, you know, I always reference the um, the caterpillar and that whole metamorphosis situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People think about it. We're, we're outside witnessing this metamorphosis, this thing that's going on. But think about this poor caterpillar going into this dark place. Yeah. How scared. You know, we're looking at it, but think about if it was us. You have to be in this dark place for a season. Yes. You don't know what's going to happen. You have uncertainty. You don't know. You don't know. Like, what do you, you know, what would you tell people to like to to handle that space and not spaz out? (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. 
in that holding place, in that place of not knowing. Mm -hmm. So God says, do this. And then you, you, you begin it. And then you're just kind of holding. Is that your question? Like, like you can't hear anything. He's not giving you any instructions. You, and, you, and you've been there, Quilla, this story. And we've both been there. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, I'm in this space. And I'm just like, okay, but I'm in dire need to, to be in another place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like... you got me in this dark space. Ain't nothing happening. But it is happening. Yes. Woo! It is happening. Like it's, it's because you can't physically see it. it happening. Doesn't mean that something's not brewing mm -hmm. um, somewhere else. Oh yeah, I've been there. You just there's a, what is a, um forgot the name of the song, but he's in the waiting. Oh, mm -hmm. what's the name of that song? But it just says that God is in the waiting. Although you cannot, you can't hear him. You can't maybe can't see him, feel him, whatever, but he's in the waiting. While you're waiting in that place, he's in the waiting. I'm going to get the name of that song. Because okay. Yeah. It's yep, really pretty. In the waiting. So it's just that uh, I think in this time of, you know, uncertainty, you know, we, we've been through a lot in as a, as a country, you know, as a world, you know, it's just been so many things going on. Um, like I said, tomorrow's not promised. Like things aren't promised. You know, even now, like jobs aren't promised. Money isn't promised. You know, now it's getting to the point. Food isn't promised. That's right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, how do we, you know, so people are fearful. They're, they're fearful to step out, do something different, you know, do. And I believe this is the time to do it. You know, when, when your normality isn't working, it's time to do it. But so what advice would you give someone that's just like in, in that stuck place, fearful to move, fearful to step forward, you know, and do something different? Well, I would ask them if you stay right where you are, um, what will happen? Mm -hmm. if, you just, if you stay right where you are, and whatever it is that you're in, what will happen? And then where do you want to, where do you want to be right. uh, five years from now? Mm -hmm. And where you want to be five years from now is all about what you're choosing, what you're believing right now. So although life is uncertain, well, every time is uncertain. Every, every, you know, history repeats itself. Um, the economy is, it's, it's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Things happen. It's unpredictable. But there's a scripture that says <laughs> perfect peace. Is that Isaiah 26 and three? Um, that he keeps them in perfect peace when their mind is, is, and Lord, I know I'm not quoting this right, but it basically says that um, when our mind is fixed on him and when we truly trust him, um, he gives us perfect peace. So yeah. you just got to trust God, just step out and trust him. And I know for me in the past, I've had to list in my life when God has come through for me. Mm -hmm. Like um, if I'm in a difficult situation, I'm waiting for God to come through. I think back over my life where I've waited for him. Definitely. And where I've desperately needed him and I begin to list how he came through. Definitely. And then that only increases my faith again, that he'll come through for me for this one. That's it. So our economy isn't God. You know, our job isn't God. It's a 
it's a resource, but you know, God is our source. And so we just trust him to see us through and he really, really will. That's it. And I think that's sometimes why we get in those, you know, if we think about it and, and that kind of perspective that this is this thing is helping me to trust him. You know, like whatever I'm fearful of, if I just, like you said, just kind of go through the fear, yeah. walk out afraid, you know, he doesn't lie. He proves himself right every time. It yeah. does. It builds up our, our faith. And I think that's why we have to push through those fearful situations because it does build up our faith. And I think that's like the whole reason, (laughs) you know, for it. It's the whole reason for it is because everything's about him. It's all about him. And so, you know, because even in uh, what is it for, you know, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Second Timothy 1, 7 for God Mm -hmm. has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Um, but I still feel like we all have to go through that gate <laughs> okay. of fear because even though he hasn't given it to us, it's still that obstacle that we have to cross. Absolutely. You know, it's like that, that because how else will we know how faithful he, he is and how to put our trust in him unless we, we got to go through something. And I think sometimes we don't want to go through anything. You know, going back to the processing, being afraid of processing. We don't, don't want to go through anything. I don't want to go through nothing. Thank you. I don't want to go through nothing. I don't want to go through nothing else. But <laughs> nobody want to go through. We don't want to. And the thing is, even with you, we don't want to be uncomfortable Mm-mm. at all. There we is a discomfort. A coach of my a coach said to um, us the other day, he said the the comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's so, so true. true. We'll never grow if we're if we're never forced out of our comfort zone. If we're never challenged, if we'll never push, we'll never grow. That's it. That's yeah. it. What what is so? What is a, a recent thing you would say that you've came out of fear in? I think I kind of know what well, this is actually you stepping out. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good one. <laughs> I definitely don't go live. Um, I, I, I possibly should. And um, I, I'm really good. I can definitely do audio, you know, podcasts, but actually showing my face and, and I'm really good behind the camera. But this is true. <laughs> <laughs> to just be on live. So um, after this is over, I'm going to give myself a good pat on the back. But um, as a flight attendant, to be honest, I'm a flight attendant, but um, believe it or not, I am afraid of heights. Mm. Isn't that something? And as a flight attendant, I'm in this enclosed capsule. So anytime that I am um, high or whatever, if I'm enclosed, yeah. um, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. But a couple of years ago, my mom, my brother, and myself, we went to um, uh, uh, Grand Canyon. And, oh, beautiful, taking pictures. But it came this part where you literally had to, you know, walk (laughs) walk down and there's nothing to guard you from falling over. And so I just found myself kind of up against the rock playing gospel. (laughs) 
remember just praying and my mom and my brother walked down there and you know all of that and then Melinda when you and I went to when our group went to San Diego mm-hmm. and we hiked down um, 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 Torrey Pines in California uh-huh. I remember just hanging on to the you know <laughs> So when I tell people that I too am afraid of heights and I'm even a flight attendant, um, I too have to overcome my fears. I still, I do it afraid. I push myself to the point where I'm able to like to experience it, Mm -hmm. but I don't push myself to the point where I'm just utterly terrified and, you know, and I'm, you know, over consuming, but um, I do challenge myself to do it afraid but I have my limits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I fly in airplanes all day long, mm-hmm. but when it comes to an open space of where there's no boundaries, right. then, then I, that heartbeat begins to... Look, no boundaries. That's None. a lot. Uh-huh. That's the, a lot. the freedom. That's just like with the highway driving. I feel like to me, I get the most afraid when the, the roads are open. Really wide open, like you said, it's just that there's. I feel like there's no bound. I'm like, Ooh, what to do? And it doesn't require me to do much. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Like, like you said, I can fly on a plane, no problem. I can do others, no problem. But it's just with that, it's just something else. But it, it's crazy. But you forgot another time too. But I don't know, Quilla. When we went on that trip. You were pumping everybody else up. I was because I knew y'all could do it. That's the thing. I am so good. I can pump somebody up. I can get somebody going because I believe in you. I really, really do. Yeah. But what? Can we sit here thinking of scriptures like why we shouldn't go down there? <laughs> and I can't remember that we saw a couple go before us or something. Yeah. And they did it. And we was like, come on. Let's right. Do it. Let's go. Then I'm not gonna say that. But uh <laughs> Because oh, yeah. we were just looking like, wait, we got to see, I'm going to say it, we got to see one of us mm-hmm. go down that hill because I don't know. And then we, I think we kind of did, but like, okay, yeah. we got to do it now. We seen, you know, some of our peoples going. We- <laughs> <laughs> it's safe. We can yeah. do it. And then there was another time, Aquila, I thought you were going to mention this. Uh-huh. You, We had the photo shoot. And when I saw that little space, to go, I said, oh, no, I, I'm going to stay right here. Oh. Um, you like, I didn't even look down. You were so focused. That's true. See? That's a good point. <laughs> if I stay focused. <laughs> let me see. So we like, she was taking a picture, y'all. And when I tell you, I was like, we were doing anything for this money shot. <laughs> anything for this money shot. And yeah. we didn't realize it was this old raggedy, crusty bridge, but beautiful. Beautiful. So if you got an art, artistic eye and, you know, this is, look, if you won't hear you creative, hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> artistic eye. And we were so determined to get on this bridge and get what we had to get. Oh, this is Holy Spirit right here. We were so determined to get on this bridge and get what we had to get. We went through the woods, y'all. We didn't know yeah. what was in them trees. In that, we didn't. We didn't know what was in the patch of woods? Something could have ate us. So good. <laughs> Something could have bit us. We could have had 
poison snake or whatever it was. That. And she looked at me. She was like, how adventurous are you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, but I wasn't fearful then, but it's because I was trying to get a goal. Yeah. I was trying to get something accomplished and we did it. And like I said, when this was just sketchy, I went across to a certain point. So I looked down. I'm like, whoa, wait, yeah. where are we? Where did we, where did we end up to? Cause we were just so focused on getting a shot. We yeah, had a picture right. in our mind. And so she went, I said, cool. I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. That's right. <laughs> but we got it. So what I'm saying that is, you know, like you just wrote down just with that, that, that focus will help. If you focus on the solution and not the problem, if you just focus on the outcome versus focusing on the the problem that's in front of you or whatever it may be, then you can overcome it. So perhaps if you're driving, Mm -hmm. if you focus on your destination, like Mm -hmm. how it's going to be when you get there, do you think that that'll help? I think that would. Instead yeah. of figuring out what 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 obstacles I have to go through to get there, yeah, just keep in mind, hey, this is where I'm going. Yep, yeah, that prop that probably will work. That yeah. probably will work. We in here <laughs> helping ourselves. I know. Look at this. I told y'all we coming out here being experts in um anything. Um, you guys know. Look. I'm not, you know, if you guys have any questions or anything, you know, on how to overcome certain fearful things, you know, it could be anything, you know, you guys could put it in the chat. We'll see it and we can answer, you know, and this also help people that tune into the, you know, podcast when it's uploaded and, you know, will help people because there's people that like this fear is, is really a hindrance to people achieving, you know, I mean, Going into something that will change their lives, literally. And, you know, so this will encourage someone because, you know, like I said, it's, it, it can be embarrassing, embarrassing saying that you're fearful of something. Because people will be like, well, why you, why you can't do it? Like, going live. I was fearful at first, but as I kept doing it, I still get a little, you know, nervous. Sometimes it depends on what I'm talking about. <laughs> like God dealt with me when I agreed to do it. When I made up my mind that I'm going to do it, God helped me along the way. It started off with little messages. Then it started off with, okay, blog, you know, giving me directions. He wasn't telling me what it was look, going th- going to. He just had little directions that prepared me along the way. Like, like, do the blogs, read your blogs. I'm like, okay, this is what this is going to be. I'm just going to write my blogs and read them. Then one day he said, trash it. I just want you to sit here and, and talk. And I was like, okay. So I did it one day and it became one of the highest episodes downloaded. It was five. It was like 400 and something downloads that day. Wow. When I decided to step out on faith, God showed me then, like I told you, I just told you it was the poor episode. I just told you to pour. I just told you to pour and say what I say, like the training wheels is off. So if you're dealing with something, you can dive in head first, but you can also ask God to help you, you know, help me with this. 
Help me with that. We mostly fear the unknown. Oh, that's a good one. Talk about that, Aquila. Fear the unknown. The unknown. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we fear we fear what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. We fear. Yeah, um, that is anxiety. Um, not knowing what's going to happen, um, assuming the worst of what's going to happen uh, or what you think is going to happen. Um, yeah, everybody. I don't. I don't know. I think I used to want it to know, want to know everything. Yeah. Mm. But <laughs> there's a good thing in not knowing everything that is going to happen. Um, and I'm pretty sure if you kind of knew, if we knew the future, we knew everything that was going to happen. Um, first, we wouldn't have a need to, to trust God. We wouldn't have a need to rely on him just knowing uh, everything, but we definitely, absolutely. That's where fear is based. Cause you just don't know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. We fear the loss of control. And when we lose control, we lose the safety of the confinement that we have built around it. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that is good. Like what are, what are we building around ourselves? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that is so good. That's not yeah. a, you know, God, like, what are we building? We're building this thing. God said, uh-uh. You, like, you're, you, you're building it to protect yourself. Yeah. So what, you know, and, and that's so good. Like, what have we built because to safe. protect ourselves because of fear? Everything. Like, what circles did we construct around? Like, what group of friends have we put around us? What, what stories have we believed, yep. whether true or untrue, mm-hmm. just to protect ourselves that's true that's it just to keep ourselves quote-unquote safe that's it like to keep and i would say even with that you know building uh, um um a fort and the the issue with that is you you can get out but no one could come in i have to deal with that too like okay and my mom, she would even describe, she was like, I remember she ministered to me. Um, it was on New Year's and she said, you're like this. She said, can't nothing come in, you know, mm-hmm. when it deals with, because I was so hurt and bitterness and everything. I can't, I can't, I can't receive anything because my fist is like this because of out of fear. I didn't want anything to hurt me, anybody to hurt me. So I built this fortress and it right. reminds me of a castle, you know, like with, with somebody there's like, okay, but can't nobody really come in, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, so you constructed this thing to protect yourself and you've made a prison. <laughs> That's right. You made a prison for yourself. Yup. And like Tuesday said, it actually paralyzes it you. Yes, it does. It does. It, it keeps you, it's, it's stagnation. You can't move. You can't move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like nothing can happen. Things happen out of movement. You know, so if you're not moving, like you said, the procrastination. So, moving. what do you say to the woman who is paralyzed in fear right now? Mm. I would say, um, what step can you make? You know, I would ask them, like, well, what step can you make? 
it could be anything nothing's too small what step can you make and i will say in the journey for example for me what started all of this <laughs> was just posting encouragement on my social media i would just post encouragement it would just pour out of me i would just encourage and then it gave me the mobility to then okay i can write a book then it's okay now i gotta give me the other instructions okay now Go on here and talk about your testimony. Mm -hmm. So it's like, a you know, a progression of things and each obedience, no matter how small it is, it's like you're building a house. Those are bricks and you're building a foundation. You're building something to build on. So I would suggest like I, bust a move, make one move. It don't matter how small it is. Make a move. What about that woman? There's also fear and success. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, fear that. and success, just to digress a little bit, fear and success all stems around, once again, the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, a lot of fear of success comes with the fear of having too much money. Who will I become if I if I get too much money? Will I be evil? Will I be wicked? Mm -hmm. um, will I be in higher places? Will I lose friends? Will I have too much and leave God? That's what I believe the fear of success stems from. So it's all about the story that you tell yourself. Um, I can be successful and still be a God-fearing woman. I can be successful and have millions and have wealth and still have a good character person. I, you know, the fear of success definitely stems from just um, the wrong beliefs and the wrong stories that we kind of have told ourselves or maybe our parents told us or the way that we saw some things lived. Yeah. But that's not something that you have to attach it to yourself to um, at all, at all. And I think the fear and success also comes like fear of responsibility. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a lot. You know, you, you gain this responsibility of people depending on you. Yeah. Can you handle it? Can you? Absolutely. Yeah. People depend on you and it just feels like you can't, you can't do nothing. <laughs> I can't do nothing, you know, cause then, you know, because you have to hold yourself accountable, you know, at all times you have to go the extra length that I don't want to say that, like maybe like a normal person, you know, wouldn't do because it's like now you just have this so much responsibility. And sometimes you make it to a point where it's like, I can't, I can't be myself, which I mean, you can see this is what I'm um, like with this thing. I started, I made sure that I started off being myself. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have nothing to upkeep. I wouldn't mm -hmm. have to say, well, I, I put this out here. So I have to be that I have. No, I don't have to fear that a ridicule of saying that I'm fake or saying, I, I, I wouldn't have that testimony, you know? So if you're going to start something, even that to be, be, be your true authentic self. And that's another thing. Some people are fearful to be their true and authentic self. Don't be fearful to be your true. You have a tribe assigned to you, you know? So like you over there thinking, Quilla, what you think about girl? Oh, I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm listening. You in thought. <laughs> you know, don't be 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 fearful. And that's another fear. People, some people are really fearful of being yourself. Exposing yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
telling your faults mm-hmm. before the world tells them for you. Absolutely. Because listen, listen, people, my, I tell, and I think I told, <laughs> listen, th- there's nothing, I could tell my story better than anybody else. And if anything, look, it's in a book. <laughs> if you want to know what I did, who I am, it's in a book. Like, can nobody beat me telling me it's already out there? Right? Yes, exposure. That's the one. Let me see. Fearful to be exactly who God has destined you to be. Right. And it's like, what's the you know, what's the 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 fear in that? We have to realize that um overcoming fear. Um, whether it's just generalized anxiety or whether it's just uh, fearful situations and circumstances, is it's not about you. It, it's not in, in whatever situation that you're going through. Um, once you overcome it, once you push through it, once you do it afraid or, or whatever it may be, um, that testimony is for someone else. So if we think about fear in that sense, we push ourselves to get through it, to realize it's not about it's not about me. Even if I am exposed, even if I, you know, whatever the world thinks of me, whatever it may be, to know that um, what God is doing in your life and, and what's happening in your life is bigger than just you. Mm-hmm. It's impacting more than just you. That's it. And and the thing is, though, if we're so different and that fear, because you know you're different and it's you get out there. And I think, I mean, we all want acceptance to a certain extent but when you're like when he puts you out there (laughs) and you're different you look around and everybody like wait i'll do that i ain't like that you know i don't (laughs) like that you know or i have my quirks and and everything like that it's it's it it can get kind of scary you know then you know then you'll be uh, too scared then you'll be conforming into something that god has not made you to be to be and it's okay to be your authentic self. God is calling for our authentic selves. You know, mm-hmm. he's made us different, different perspective, different ways to think and talk. You know, and I would even say, you know, I don't even know why I'm just even saying this. Even just how you sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid of how you sound. Your voice. Listen, I, I was quiet most of my life. And so this thing was so... Uh, liberating to be on here and then also I think I had a uh, was crying remember we went to you know our old high school yeah and we went to the gym and I was just so tearful in that moment because I remembered where I pushed through the fear like join the cheerleading squad it wasn't just join the cheerleading squad I overcame that you know my my voice I'm gonna let my voice be heard yeah you know, I, that was for me a breakthrough point. So it took me back to that. I'm like, oh my God, like I came <laughs> so far. I pushed through and that's, that was uncomfortable. That was so uncomfortable going out for some, you know, you see all these outgoing girls and you know, whatever. And you were like, I, I'm not going to be able, but something in me was like enough is enough. I'm not going to be silent anymore. <laughs> You know, and so, you know, hey, y'all, Quilla was cheerleader, too. We was on the squad together. <laughs> it was just, you know, when you just want to be, but I, it's like, that was uncomfortable for me. I couldn't be quiet anymore. Right? That's right. So, it's, it's, you'll be proud of yourself when you do. 
Absolutely. Tears. You'll be so proud of yourself, you know, and you'll look back at that thing and like, man, what was I scared of? What was I afraid of? Your confidence you know? will begin to grow. Yeah, confidence. Yes. Like fear will tear down your confidence. Let me see what these comments are saying. Remember, God already knows who you are. He created you. See, that's the Holy Ghost because you're talking about how you sound and your voice. <laughs> So, you know, but your voice could be the one that's like, that's distinctive that people will pick up and recognize. Like, I know that voice. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it could be soothing because look, Aquila has a soothing voice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> look, y'all agree. So, uh, Aquila has a soothing voice. You know, it's, it's, it's some medicine in there. It's medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Somebody might listen. My, who, who said that? My voice. <laughs> who talking about your voice? It's unique. It, it needs to be heard. Don't be scared of your voice. So it's yeah. just it's this thing that y'all, we got time to be scared. And sometimes you got to wait till you get tired. You know, I was tired of being scared. There and you I, go. I was tired. I'm go. like, you know what? I'm tired of being scared. I just did things on purpose just so I can get a fear because I just felt like, like with the driving now. I'm like, Arianne. Arianne. <laughs> Arianne. Arianne, you have, a, oh. you have a nice voice. Stop it. Right. Stop <laughs> it. Miss, Miss DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's definitely a hurdle. Um, but, you know, you guys can do it. Whatever God has laid up on your heart, you know, trust me, there's always something on the other side of that fear. And fear is just an emotion. That's all it is. It's just a feeling. It's not a certainty. It's not a prophecy necessarily. It's not a guarantee. It's just an emotion. Mm -hmm. And it's just letting you know that something is uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So if you know God is calling you to it, or if it's an, an anxiety situation, just right. press through it. Begin to focus your mind on positive things. Um, in Philippians 4 and 8, it talks about um, uh, focusing on what's worthy of praise, what's true, what's honorable, what's right, what's pure, what's beautiful, what's respected. If you find those moments where you're just anxious and you're worried about something that's going to come up or worried about an outcome of something, begin to change your mind, change your thoughts and begin to think on some positive things. For me, at some point in my life, I had to uh, write down the scripture and then I would put worthy of praise. I would write down what was worthy of praise that I would see what was true. And then I would write down what is true to me mm -hmm. and then honorable what is honorable. And sometimes you just need those uh, little nuggets and reminders of those scriptures and keep it on a little index card and keep it in your purse. Um, when I was going through postpartum, I had to stick it on mirrors throughout my home scriptures just so that I wouldn't be afraid. And so it would get in my mind and get in my spirit. And then I would begin to believe it and then begin to live it. So you don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in anxiety. And it's not, it's just the way that it is. And I'm just this way. I've heard people say that I'm just fearful. I'm just anxious. No, 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 Don't accept that for your life. Don't accept it. Um, begin to work towards getting out of that. And guess what? If you, if you have that daily fear, it's okay to go get help. 
It is perfectly okay to go speak with a therapist. It is perfectly okay to go seek your doctor. If your fear is paralyzing you to that point where you just really can't move forward, um, as a Christian woman, it is okay. Um, As a Christian period, it is okay to go get the help uh, that you need. That's it. And then it's like that, um, like you said, just it's an emotion. Um, You know, talk about that even with being afraid to like feel, you know, things, feeling Mm -hmm. that. Um, I believe that's just the thing that that's something that we have to confront. And sometimes we don't want to feel what we have to confront. Um, You know, so we run away from feeling because we don't want to (laughs) confront. We don't want to confront. Like being vulnerable or being transparent or um I would yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I could go down the list. You know, there are some people that are afraid of being confrontational. Oh yeah. You know, so I don't know. That comes from is that like people pleasing or what do you think? Um I think it could come from a lot of angles. Maybe one is people pleasing. For one, you don't want someone to think that you're mean or or bad or whatever it may be. But another point is just the unknown. You don't know how they're going to react. You yeah. don't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You don't want to them to wow out on you. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I could see. I could. Yeah. Fear of confrontation. That's a good one. That's a good one. A lot of people do avoid confrontation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I can, I can see that when I was younger and now I've, I've, I've gotten really good, um, especially with business and just trying to master it and understanding that uh, if you, if you don't speak up and you don't use your voice, what's the point of having your voice? That's it. What's the point of having the gift? Um, not every confrontation has to be rude and brash and harsh. Mm-hmm. You know, a confrontation seems like such a harsh word, but it could be, um, it could be approached in love. You know, right? And that's and and that's what you just said. I think this is what uh, gets in people's minds. Like this is what they construct in their minds. <laughs> it's just that confrontation, like it's uh, you know, like just. <laughs> Just so rough, and I'm about mm-hmm. I, I'm about to look up the definition because sometimes look, it's good to look up definitions. A hostile or argumentative meeting or situation. I don't like that definition. I don't like that definition. I don't either. Like that either. <laughs> Maybe confrontation isn't even isn't even the right word. Maybe it need to be like conflict resolution or something. I don't know. Um, confrontation is element of. What does it mean to confront someone to face, especially in challenge? Um, I mean, you can confront someone and yeah. love. You know, you can confront someone in a challenge without being harsh and brash, and you can. Yeah, and I mean, even it says yeah. here in reality, you know, confrontation is healthy. It is. Um, there are many kind and assertive ways to speak up and express your opinion and doing so might improve the situation more than you ever imagined. Rather than being afraid of confrontation, people may be afraid of being assertive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assertive overall. Yeah, because I'm just I, I mean, I grew to be confrontational. 
not, well, not in that negative definition. <laughs> okay. But I seek to have a solution. I don't seek to make trouble. I'm seeking to have a solution. solution. So it's just mainly the, the point of just getting things resolved. Like I want things to be resolved. I want it to be peaceful. I want peace. I'm advocating for peace and things don't, don't, sometimes you can't get peace unless you have confrontation. Okay. But, and, and then, like you said, if you don't confront, then now it becomes this thing in your mind where you're worrying about it. You have anxiety about it of something that you don't confront. Yes. You know, so it's like you avoiding it. It's like you causing yourself strength, stress because the person don't, may not even be aware <laughs> that you look, Aquila, that you got bubble guts every time you see them because <laughs> you got something to say. Yeah, you know say. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, you got something to say. You don't want to say it. And it's really causing you more harm than anyone else. Absolutely. And I think that's the overall thing with this fear. It's causing us more harm than it's causing anyone else any harm. It ain't doing anything to anybody else, <laughs> but it's it's causing us to to have anxiety, you know, go through changes, right? Bubble good. <laughs> go through changes and things. Yeah. As you as you battle a fear every day and you and you don't take action to overcome it, you're you're not only bringing your self esteem down, you're secretly comparing yourself to others. Mm. Um, you're of course lowering your self confidence. You're beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. You're feeling kind of out of the loop, or or you know what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of um, maybe uninvolved. I can't find the word that I'm looking for. But the more that you give in to the fear, the more you're feeding um, um, your confidence, the more that you're feeding um, not being able to do what it is that you know that you can do. Ultimately, you can do it. Okay. You're just being fearful and, and choosing to be fearful. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Handicapping ourselves. You know, so you think about it when you you have fear that's debilitating you're basically putting a handicap sticker on yourself <laughs> yeah like i i could get and then that and that's good too i don't know why i'm thinking about it like that too handicap sticker on yourself because you think about handicap they have special parking mm -hmm. they have special privileges yeah so sometimes when we can we can harp on that and then we're expecting now we're in feel like we're entitled. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this because listen, I'm uh, let's say I'm pointing to myself. Like I said, we're driving. You know, well, I can't go because I don't drive. Mm -hmm. And that's just the explanation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just it. Well, I ain't going. I ain't got no way. Nobody picking me up. I ain't oh. going. I had, I had actually pinpointed, because this is a book I had, it's from Panic to Power, and uh, it's by Lucinda Bassett, and it's a book I've had for years, but I pinpointed the, the point where it talks about the anxiety excuse, mm -hmm. and how often as debilitating as anxiety can be and fear can be, oftentimes it's used for an excuse to kind of get you out of something. You kind of rely on it, and the fear has actually become your friend, Um to keep you out of doing things and to set limitations on you. 
Mm-hmm. From panic yeah. to power. And I got that book. And listen, yeah. y'all, I only read a few pages because for some reason, I keep falling asleep. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not a boring book. It's not. It's it not. Because one page was really good. And I was like, that's, you know what? That's good. Mm-hmm. I definitely need to read, um, you know, that book. So. Yeah, and I've had this book for well over 11 years. And I, I want to say I read this book in like two days because it was so um, it was so informational. And it talks about every type of anxiety, every type of fear and actually how to overcome it. And when I was just living a really anxious life, this book, um, it helped. And then also let me see, Joyce Meyer's Power Thoughts. Mm-hmm. that's a really, really good book as well. And then Living Beyond uh, Your Feelings by Joyce Myers as well. That's good too. Fear actually comes from a place in childhood. How you were raised plays a big part in how you deal with fear in your adulthood. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's it. And it's the, and, and I kind of want to, I forgot to touch on that too. I'm not going to hold you guys uh, too much longer. Um, the The trauma you know, from how you were raised. That's the enemy slipping night quill. I'm just like, listen, I'm asleep. Like I said, I was going to read and it, it just, but I am, it's a good book. So it's not like it was boring. It's just that it's probably something I need to, to intentionally. What fear, just really quick on what she said about fear mm-hmm. actually comes from a place in the childhood. Um, a lot of things that we deal with as adults has a lot to do with things that um, weren't addressed or was overlooked or mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be in our childhood. Yeah. However, as adults, it is our responsibility to begin to tackle those things that are limiting us. And so our mind is what limits us because we only limit ourselves. I mean, the world is limitless. We can do whatever it is, you know, that God is calling us to do. You know, the the sky literally is the limit. However, the limits that we put on ourselves is what's stopping us. So if there's things that's in our childhood that and it open stories that we're believing and things that we've attached to us, it's really important to deal with those things so that we can move forward and so that we don't pass that down to our kids. And also pass it down to other women as we're ministering and, and talking to them as well. Yep. Oh, you have to do some deep roots begin in our childhood. I mean, deep mm-hmm. roots. And we have to deal with them because, you know, somebody has to break the chain. Yeah. And it can't be because then you pass it on to your kids and your kids pass it on to their kids. And I know someone that is scared of cats. Because her mom was scared of cats. I asked her. I said, how did you become so scared of cats? She's like, well, I don't know. My mom was scared, so she made us afraid. There you go. Right? <laughs> I said, wait a minute. So you didn't yeah. experience the cat yeah. on your own <laughs> to decide if you're going to be scared of it or not. Your mom made the choice for you to be scared. Yeah. Of something that you didn't experience. But I'm scared because she was scared. Right, you know, and there are parents, so you trust that it's like it must be dangerous if they're scared of it, right? <laughs> it must be right, yeah, right. You know, like okay, well, it must be, yeah, like I have the right to be scared of this because my mama was scared. We all use that when well, my mama was like this, yeah, my daddy was like that. That don't make it right, 
You just scared to confront stuff and change. And it also don't make it true, you know. <laughs> just what our parents may have believed or it doesn't yeah. necessarily make it true. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was so good for our first episode of the new segment God plus topic so I'm glad you guys were able to tune in able to share able to join in the discussion you know we were just loosening up you know (laughs) (laughs) feel free to I didn't do it this time but feel free if you have issues or things that are plaguing your mind you know your spirit anything that we can attach a God solution to it, you know, just speak openly overall, you know, even discuss some things we've been going through. Um, so we're going to do this monthly. And so we love you guys to um, continue to tune in and just listen to these Jesus nuggets. What are we going to talk about next time? Who is that? <laughs> you know what? I have actually like a whole list and this is just not going to be, it's me and Aquila. It's going to be me and Aquila sometimes. Most of the time, but it's going to be, I'm going to have guests, you know, on here that's going to speak with us and join in the conversation. I think next month, I didn't just discuss it. I think I was going to take God plus friendship, Hmm. you know, get get into that. Because listen, these, sometimes these friendships is raggedy and we don't know, right? (laughs) So, I mean, I have a lot of things fluttering in my head, you know, for Valentine's Day is going to be God and singleness and, um, you know, mm-hmm. into marriage, entrepreneurship. It's just going to be so many things that we're going to add to the God conversation. So that's a good topic. Yep. Friendship. All right. Come on, Claire. Come on, guest. You know, even, you know, I just want to do like God even plus mentorship. That's been mm-hmm. on my heart too. God plus fashion. God plus um, music, you know, anything. So you, you, you guys, hey. As God leads me, pray for me, y'all. <laughs> I thank you guys for uh, tuning in. And we're just going to go ahead and end this. So this will upload on podcast. That was the boss mentality. Ooh. Mm. See that, Aquila? I see that. That the boss mentality. Listen. Oh, I'm not even about to get started because I had a whole discussion about that. I'm <laughs> discussion about that so that was good look y'all just served me some more but uh we're just gonna go ahead and end it and i hope you guys have a good day bye everybody a good evening (laughs) (laughs) all right until we meet again until we meet again see you